tuned into Toby Talks, Episode 5, From Bedside RN to CEO of Black Girl Blue Scrub. So as a millennial, the most challenging thing about my nursing career is going against tradition. I mean, we're told that traditionally, we have to be at the bedside for a certain amount of years and have a certain amount of experience before we're even considered for a leadership role. Traditionally, we're also told that we have to be at the bedside for a certain amount of years and have a certain amount of experience before going back to school and furthering your education in your nursing field. But why? Why do I need to follow tradition if I know what I want to do? Why can't anyone help groom me and prepare me for what I already know I'm capable of? I mean, let's be honest, traditionally, are we walking around in all white scrubs with white shoes and a white hat with a cute little plus sign on it saving lives? No, we are not. (laughs) And if you are, I know dang well you got a whole bunch of bleach in your house to keep them white scrubs white. For the rest of us who are not wearing white scrubs, we don't want to follow tradition. We want to do what we know we are called to do. My next guest, Kalea Owens, founder of Black Girl Blue Scrubs, is going to share with us on how she went against tradition, followed her heart, and is helping shape the leaders of our nursing field. And by the time we're done, you'll know why she is one of Dallas' top millennials to watch this year. Let's go ahead and hop in this conversation. So let's jump in this. So I really want to know, how did you even get into nursing? Like... For real. Oh my gosh. Um, So I feel like I was one of those people who went through like every medical profession before I landed on nursing. Hello. Um, (laughs) Mm. I was pre-med and I shadowed uh, OBGYN. She was super bomb, but she just told me all of this like behind the scenes stuff about like insurance and malpractice and all the years of school. And I was like, I don't know. And then I shadowed my nurse practitioner. She was like the bomb. She had been taking care of me. She was a women's health nurse practitioner. And she just seemed very different from the doctor. Like she was like, I'm in a jazz band and you know, I love my job and I love my kids. So she had had a life. She had a whole life. A whole life. (laughs) She had been like super flexible with her career, like from nursing to the NP. Then afterwards, she wanted to like travel the world. And I was like, yes, yes, this is more like what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty much how I decided. But as far as like healthcare and medicine, I've always just been a, a science girl and I've always been a people person. Just, I love people. I'm super empathetic. Like, I'm like, let's fix it let me take care of you like that was my natural um character so it was just perfect for me to go into healthcare. oh well then that's good then so when you went into healthcare and you decided to do nursing did you do the adn route the bsn route like what was your route into becoming an rn so i initially went into the bsn and so when i went into the bsn it was good because i went to the university of toledo which is in toledo ohio and they had two programs they had an adn program and then they had a bsn program but they were phasing out the adn program 
And we were, we had our counselors who were like, hey, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to make everybody go back for a BSN. So you need to just go straight to BSN, which was fine because that was the four year degree. And that was what my plan was to have a college experience for four years. So it was perfectly in line with what I wanted to do. Well, that's good. They said, go ahead and go straight and get your BS. So when you were in the program, what were your challenges? Because girl, it wasn't easy besides the studying, the exams. What were real challenges that you felt like, man, if I would have known about this, I would have kind of, you know, thought done. You know what I mean? <laughs> you or no. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, it was quite an experience. I mean, I think everybody's nursing journey is different. And I think that's what's so beautiful about nursing and about nurses is that each experience is, is kind of tailored to, to you and to your lifestyle. Um, for me, we were pre-nursing students um, and we stuck together pretty hard. And the first thing I noticed is, you know, the first two years you're going through your pre-nursing courses and people were just dropping like flies. And that was just like my first panic sign. Like, hey, what's going on? You mm-hmm. know, people were not even finishing their prerequisites. Um, oh. They were changing other healthcare majors. Um, and then I had took a chemistry class and I don't think any knows this so it's something that's like super super personal that I'm gonna share with you oh spill it um, spill it spill it but I failed this chemistry class right Mm -hmm. but it wasn't the normal fail I had walked into this chemistry class and I think after a week I just did not understand anything and I stopped going to the class oh (laughs) but look this was the kicker so I stopped going to the class and I, I was acting like I had never stopped going to this class so when it was time to check in with my counselor she was like so you feel chemistry and I was just like mm, yeah mm, about that so I, just, <laughs> I was kind of in denial about because it was I was realizing why people were dropping like flies like it was getting harder mm-hmm. and harder and harder so long story short I had a trip planned over the summer to Africa I was really excited about it and she was like listen if you want to get into this nursing program you need to retake this science class I retook the chemistry class And it was a chemist, like a full blown chemist that taught it. And I didn't understand any of it. And I had to teach it to myself. And it was just like, if you don't pass this class, you're not going to get in. And so I would go to class. He would talk all of his chemist talk. He could not break it down for us. And it was two people at the end of the class. And it was 15 people that started. Oh, my God. I got an A. I got an A from teaching myself that Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I had to, like, I would hear him, but nothing was resonating because he was so above our heads. So I would go home and that whole summer, it was nothing but like me and this chemistry like I'm like I am going to get this it was that was rough like that was the start of the the real nursing struggle I can believe you because I was in that same boat girl when I said I walked out of this class with a B and I don't even recall I probably know what an ion and an atom was and that was probably about it I don't know what else outside of that I don't know what we compound in 
what we put together, girl. I was just grateful to God that I actually passed that exam. I mean, that class. And yeah, you're right. You will see people dropping like flies on the prereqs. And a lot of them are the sciences, like that chemistry. It really, it really opened my eyes. And I will say this, the whole experience was eye opening. But this was the beginning of the fact that I wasn't prepared. And this was something that prior to this class and this experience, I was like top of my class. I had all honors classes. I went to, I went to a private school, but it was definitely like I could hold my own. So I, it never crossed my mind that I was starting college unprepared by any means. And then this chemistry class, it just kind of slapped me in the face. Like, Girl, woke you up. It said, wake up. Like, it humbled me. It was definitely humbling because up until nursing school, things like education, academics were very easy for me. Like I could hear something and understand it. You know, I could study for a little bit. I was pretty disciplined. But this was the first time that it was like, Kalia, girl, you in over your head. What you about to do? Yes. And you know what's so funny? The fact that you said that even academically, when I was doing so well in my sciences, I don't think we were mentally prepared for the way nursing wanted us to understand and learn. Oh, absolutely. Not. Girl, absolutely. my oh my first That's semester. Oh, yep. Yes. I'm yeah. here. We're here. We're here. Need you out. So beware. <laughs> Very quickly. So yeah, there that first semester is crazy because I didn't even the test and based on how I studied did not go hand in hand. I don't know what that was about, but it was a struggle for me. Yeah, no, I just um I just talked to one of my friends who's starting nursing school and she actually told me that they have a introduction to critical thinking course that they have added to the curriculum because so many people couldn't make the transition from, you know, just like regular courses to the nursing courses. So I think that'll hold, but man, it was just kind of like, which answer is correct? The answer is A. The answer could be A. The answer is A and A. But was A the best answer? (laughs) That, you know, that one, but was A the best answer though? (laughs) So I'm glad that you were able to make it through that process because obviously you're a nurse now and it was challenging. Um, So when you graduated, did you go straight to the bedside? Did you end up doing an internship or how did you actually transition from being a new grad into becoming a nurse? So nursing school was a struggle because I had kind of like the dynamics of being in a new environment, um, especially being African-American. I was the only African-American girl in my program. And so that kind of like set the tone for a lot of stuff, um, especially some of those preconceived notions about African-Americans and, and being in a new realm. So I had to kind of go through a couple of things within the program. But once I graduated, this is so interesting. I took six months off. Oh. And yes, no, I was not playing. Nursing was so stressful for me. Like my experience was so stressful that I took six months off. Like, that's good. I that's yeah, so, so good. I went, so it's, it's weird. Like I took it off from nursing, but then I went right back into grad school. So I graduated like August 4th and started grad school like August 28th. But... Oh. While I was in grad school, so I was, I was like, I'm going to get my MBA in healthcare administration. But I hadn't took the NCLEX yet because it was just too stressful. Like, everything, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was all too 
too stressful. So I waited six months to take the NCLEX, but I did go right back to grad school for my MBA. So it was kind of like a trade-off. Like, let me switch gears really quickly. So then what moved you to go straight into grad school and not actually go to the bedside? Um, that is an interesting question. So I knew that I had leadership goals. Um, I knew the bedside would be there, but I knew that grad school would require me to kind of get my footing in first. And I knew that that first year as a nurse also required you to kind of get your footing. So it was kind of like, let me get my groove with grad school first. So the first six months of grad school was kind of like getting adjusted to the grad requirements. And then I went back to take my NCLEX and got my first job and I was well into grad school and I can manage them both a little bit better. Wow. Like, I'm not going to lie. I think you're probably one of the first people I've ever heard who actually did that transition of doing grad school, then going into the bedside. And you know what's funny? I kind of want to bring back that topic that you uh, ever so graciously (laughs) slid over when you said you went through struggles. Being a minority, Girl, I caught you. I caught you. That was graceful. Okay, so let me, go ahead. Let, me, bring let me bring that back. When you said you were dealing with difficulties um, as a minority in the program, and I want to bring that back because that was one of the challenges that I faced several times in the program. Okay. But even when I graduated and I wanted to go back to grad and I want, I actually want to do the same route you did. I have tons of leadership and I've been over tons of organization and I just wanted to already go straight into it, go straight into MS. Mm-hmm. And my professors that I pay my tuition to, um, <laughs> you pay their salary to that I exactly. encourage you. <laughs> They told me that, you know, just be grateful that you're finally getting through this program, but you're not ready to go into grad school or to be a leader. You need to go to the bedside for a couple of years first. So to to piggyback off of that, um, there are, and this is something that I think we're alluding to, but we haven't said it yet, but there are a lot of traditions in nursing that are old and and outdated for lack of a better word. And I say traditions in the sense of how things were is how they should always be. It is a very rigid um, profession. It's a very rigid industry and it's changing um, over the course of time. But I experienced the same thing. So not only was I the only African-American student in my class, I was singled out every second of the day. I mean, Mm. I had staff members popping in my class to make sure that I was there. Um, I had somebody pull me out of class, took me to her office and looked me in the eye and was like, you don't deserve to be in this program. I'm going to make sure you get out. And I was like, it's shaking in my boots. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just scatterbrained, like trying to get through the program. Just like you, I held leadership positions. I was like president of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, one time, go ahead, throw your incorporated in there, girl. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, it ain't, it ain't over until you throw that incorporated in there. <laughs> no, but I was just in so many other organizations and I was bouncing between two campuses. So I was on a health science campus for the majority of my five hour nursing classes and 12 hour clinicals. But then I was over in the regular cam- campus trying to do just some of the regular social activities. Yes. Um, 
So my support system actually did not come from any of my classmates. And that was probably the most disappointing aspect of my nursing school experience is that my peers didn't support me. Um, so if I wanted support, I had to go back to my core group who, you know, their majors weren't the same as mine. So they didn't quite understand what I was going through, but they did do their best to like make sure that they knew like, hey, we believe in you. You got this. Um, I also had to pull on some of the minority staff that was on the main campus that, you know, I had to tell them what was going on um, over at the health science campus and what I was experiencing. And so kind of like they, they formed a really tight bond and a tight net around me to make sure that I got through the program. That is so good. And I liked how you said that um, you didn't really create a bond with a lot of your colleagues in the nursing program. And I think that's one thing that hinders us. It's like, we're already competing to get in and now we're in and we're still competing. And it's like, yo, why can't we, why can't we work together? Why can't we be each other's cheerleaders? It almost feels as if you're still competing. You're still competing. And, and you, you wonder what the competition is. And I know for me, you know, I wondered what the competition was because I went to a very diverse school and I grew up very diverse. So this was my first experience where I was so isolated. And I say, I say isolated because I would take myself over to the peer groups and, and hey, you know, this is what I got. What did y'all get? Or, you know, kind of make that conversation. And I wasn't welcomed in. Girl, and it yes. was so mm. bad that I actually suffered from depression while I was yeah. in nursing school. And I just stopped going to class. So I would go to the mandatory amount of classes that I had to go to, which wasn't a lot. Um, but I pretty much would show up to pass the test. And I don't think that 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 helped over time because then it was like, well, who is this girl? Like I formed absolutely no bond with my peers because I was depressed for the majority wow. of nurses. Wow. That's crazy. And, and girl, I, I'm not going to lie. Being able to talk about this is not easy. Being able to share it with people you don't even know, never going to see, never are going to even know if they heard this is definitely not easy. So I appreciate you even sharing that. And those are the real truths, though, because when you yeah. already are dealing with the fact that you're feeling like everyone is competing against you, you have no one to turn to. No one really understands what you're going through. And the people that should, they're kind of against you and not letting you in their in crowd. It makes it very, very challenging. And Absolutely. they have like evidence based articles and, and research um, around surviving and getting through nursing school and how that peer group and that support group is literally core to getting it's through nursing. beyond core like I I thank God that I had the second opportunity when I did get back into a nursing program after failing one of my previous uh, um, universities but when I came in the core group of girls that I had with me, I kid you not, even though all of our destinies were different, all of our paths were different, not everyone finished with me in nursing school, but the fact that I had them, I would not have made it. Like, it wasn't even just about what we we're going through in nursing school. We were also dealing with life. I was dealing with, yeah. you know, my parents going through health issues. I was dealing with being broke in college and not just the regular yeah. broke, like, you holding five jobs and still trying to be a leader of organizations and keep your wig on straight broke. Mm-hmm. So How about this? Add this extra factor. And after that five jobs and the money that you're getting, you're sending money back home to you. Yes. Your- That's how broke I was. Like, yes. pay my the money for the lights. Yes. Money. Girl, we and are on the same page. Mm. I think that's something that when, you know, when I talked to the faculty about what I was going through, and, and that's another thing, because 
I would go on my main campus with my core group and, and one of the faculty members would say, hey, why don't you just talk to them about what you're going through? So I even tried that route and I sat down with the lady who was, you know, kind of singling me out and I told her what my situation was and I, and I sat down and I was like, hey, this is what's going on. This is why I'm not around all the time. This is how I'm feeling. This is me working. And, you know, she just kind of looked me in the eye and said, listen, if this is something that you can't handle, it would be best if you removed yourself from the program and let someone oh absolutely and Mm. let someone else who can take on this challenge take your place and I was like wow they were already rooting for you to fail in the beginning wow absolutely absolutely so um yes I I commend you on your strength because I feel it I feel it to the soul what it takes to get through these problems and it's real and I and I want people who are hearing us discuss this to know that be transparent because you're not the only one in your nursing class that is probably going through that or going through a struggle or feeling you know like they're alone or isolated actually step out and actually try to create those bonds and friendships because honestly all the things that I went through I had that core group of friends where I could vent these things to because it's hard girl I know it was hard for you to sit there and you know have to deal with family health issues send back money work jobs be in organizations and then deal with the nursing school so not having that core group if I didn't have that core group girl I would have been in straight depression as well because that's hard you're dealing with life and you're trying to pick a career that you're also going to be sharing and loving and taking care of other lives so it's hard to go through that yeah, no, it is. And I'll, I'll say this is something that I definitely want to make sure I mention. I got out of it because I had a mentor. And mm. that is something else that I think needs to be just pushed in nursing is mentors. Mentors who want to be mentors, mentors who enjoy it, who know how to pour into someone else. Because um, I, so I think just from word of mouth, she had found out she was a nurse practitioner um, and she had found out that I was in nursing school and she actually wrote me a letter um, and she told me that she was interested in being my mentor she was interested in investing in my nursing career and that you know I was kind of voluntold like and uh, yeah you need to call me and mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know anything about the purpose of a mentor. I was kind of like, how is this lady going to help me if she's not going to give me some money? You know, I don't need another Hello? Right? You mentor in my Hello? pockets? Mentor in my pockets, yes, please. <laughs> uh, but you know what? It was a beautiful, beautiful relationship. And to this day, she is still like, she's still my mentor, like a solid mentor. And she made it clear that she was going to be a lifetime um, mentor for me. And um, so I, I think that's something. She kind of picked me up by the bootstraps she was like hey this is what we need to do this is how you're gonna do it I like that no that's and I'm glad that you even brought that topic up because when you were um when we were talking earlier you were saying how the industry from tradition and rigidness is changing and that's exactly what I want us to highlight. It is changing. I mean, you have millennials that are like, are on fire and wanting to do more than just a traditional this, that, and that. And like you said, having a mentor literally changes your view on how to handle things. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, that's exactly what I feel like our listeners need to hear is that Mm -hmm. you need a mentor. It's not, absolutely. It's not a choice. The, it's not. 
need a mentor every single step of the way. And I think you need more than one mentor because I mean, truth be told, after I found out how valuable she was, you, you need more, you need people who are going to feed you in different ways. And, and, you know, she, she gave me all she had and, and people often think that mentorship is just tell me what to do. And I think that that's why our, and I won't say our generation, but I do think it's, I do think that our generation does not understand the importance of mentorship and how to go about it. But I do think that we think it's like, just tell me what I need to know so that I can be successful. And it's actually an exchange, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm going to pour into you. You're going to pour into me. We're going to figure this out together. It's a, it's a network. It is a network. And the funny thing is, like you said, it's not about tell me what to do. And another thing, it's not about age. People always assume, oh, a mentor, she got to be in her 50s, 60s. She's been by the bedside for 45 years. She's won honorary this, honorary. No, a mentor is literally someone who's gone through that experience and mentoring you how to get through it as well. So you could be a new grad and you are mentoring nursing students who are just coming in. You just went through what it is to be in nursing school. As long as you have the perspective, that's what I say, have the perspective to help someone else. And it's not about you. It's not about you being seen as a leader. Exactly. It's literally about understanding what you went through, being so empathetic that you want to make sure it it doesn't happen again. You want to make sure that you give somebody what you thought you should have had going through your process. Exactly. I, I just, oh, I'm so glad you highlighted that girl. Like, oh, that's so good. So, What were you seeing in the nursing industry that kind of changed your views on nursing? Because I kind of want to pick up to how you not only are just a nurse, but you're a boss lady. And uh, I definitely want to highlight how you became a boss. But what was it in the nursing industry that you saw that changed your views on how to approach it? Um, so going back to that mentor, I remember going through these experiences, um, what we previously mentioned, going through the program, finishing it out, then going to grad school. And I remember every time I would get discouraged, she would tell me like, just let this be part of your story. Like, don't get discouraged. Let this be part of your story. This Mm. is all a part of the story. And I used to think she was just kind of like, man, she always giving me these little philosophical answers, but (laughs) but I (laughs) I held on to it. And um, so when I graduated, I noticed my eyes were just open. And I think when you're hungry and I say this is this is when, you know, you have a passion for something and a very natural passion for something. I was so hungry with nursing. I was like, you know, I was like a sponge. I was picking up everything people said and I was challenging it. So I, for example, when I went right back to grad school, when I started my first nursing job, they would tear me down. They was like, you know, why are you even back in school? You haven't been a nurse long enough. And it was just all of these things where I would challenge them and say, why do I have to be a nurse for five years before I go back to school? Thank you. I want to do why can't I just go and do it that's what I would do (laughs) because we are a go-getter generation thank you and um so over time I would say it developed over time so I would say just allow your journey to be your journey so from there I was like okay well it's it's rigid in its traditions you have to go to school for this amount of time you have to do things in this order um and then I started travel nursing um shortly after I had an experience at Cleveland Clinic doing open heart surgery Surgeries. Absolutely loved it. It 
it really filled my cup from where I had been torn down through from the beginning of the nursing experience and I was like I'm ready and I went out here travel nursing and I thought that it was just me going through these experiences and noticing these things no no Mm ma'am I would run I would be in completely different cities and I would run into the same thing there would be minority women asking me how do you get leadership positions how did you get through nursing school there will be people who were literally like magnets to me like hey can you help me or people sending you know like my mom's friends or friends of the friends sending their children over to me like hey you know Kalia's a nurse she can help you and it just got to the point where I would hear stories that would have me in tears about girls who didn't get promoted because they were told that they were too black and they didn't know how the unit would to them or just just things that it would break my heart so much that I had to pray to God and just say like why do I feel this like why am I feeling like this because mm-hmm. it kind of took me by storm like okay I'm over here thinking I'm just going to be a nurse practitioner or somebody's chief nurse or officer and here I am being pulled in a different direction and it's like what's going on what why am I why do I feel so compelled and angry about these issues it's kind of like tap on your shoulder like hey you know that's 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 actually your calling hello you found your calling in the midst of the problem Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. speaking about your calling Tell me, how did you stum this? uh, How did we come with Black Girls Blue Scrubs? Because I am loving everything about that title. Girl, tell me both. Tell me more. You cracked me up. Um, So, like I said, common themes, Black girls, Black girls, Black girls, Black girls. And it's by no means, you know, ever um, like singling anyone else out. But I think just being so compassionate to my experiences and being so compassionate to the experiences that my peers were having, my minority peers were having, and noticing the differences, it was like, okay, let's take this from, now here's here's the critical thinking kicking in. Let's take this from an educational standpoint. I had that opportunity to teach and I loved it I was like okay first it was travel nursing then I wanted to do leadership and this is all part of part of me exploring my journey but while I was teaching I felt like man this is where I'm having the most impact this is where I can teach Ooh, diversity that's good. this is that's where good. I can promote them to work together I was asking them like hey has anyone talked to so-and-so she hasn't been to two classes yet like I was doing those things that I wish would have been done while I was in the program and Mm. that was like man this is where you're creating the change by being able to teach the things that you believe and so Black Girl Blue Scrubs was pretty much the umbrella for me to be able to teach and be able to have these classes and these courses and identify where are we having trouble at you know is it our professional development it's okay we don't learn it in the home because our homes aren't geared towards that all the time Mm -hmm. we're not learning in college how many of us are doing professional organizations versus social organizations so we get into the workspace and we're like we're looked over for the leadership positions we're looked over because 
because we have potential, but no one wants to invest in us. Yeah. Black Girl Grubs is investing in you. It's going, hey, you have potential. Let me cultivate it. Let, let's pinpoint exactly what you need. Come to on. You be. Because I'm going to help you get there. Because I can't, I just, I can't leave. No one else can be left behind. Like, this has to stop. Yes. It's like a sisterhood in nursing. I love that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love that. And I yes, mean, no. that is what we need. We need more leaders like you and me pouring back into our community and especially into our field. So I am so glad that you're doing that. Everything that we saw. So it's, it's all about if, if I saw uns- people being unsupported, Black Girl Blue Scrubs is that support. That's it's guidance. It's it's everything that mentorship is everything that you should have had during your experience. And so connecting like connecting with you, that really allowed me to see and it, and it validates it. It validates it across the board that this is so necessary. We need we need to be pouring into each other so yes. that the next generations, the next groups of nursing, they understand like, Hey, you have the ability to be whatever you want. Like before I started this business, no one even knew what a nursing entrepreneur was. It was exactly. Is that a thing? Is that, do they do that? <laughs> like what you selling yeah. scrubs? Like that's yeah. it. Like yeah. nurse entrepreneur just sell scrubs. I'm you yeah. should well, anything no. That's some, that's something that everybody um you know they they limited us. They limited us to to what we can do. Like oh well, you can either work under a house under a doctor or work in the hospital or you know nothing. And it's like no, I'm gonna pour into my profession because this is my life, and I'm gonna kind of trailblaze where we can go next because we should not be boxed in as nurses of any race of any culture. We should not be boxed. Exactly. I am so in awe because exactly what you were saying, we are not the typical traditional rigid anymore. We can take what we love, our passion, our desire, or if we see a lack and a need in our field, and that can spun out a profession for us right there. Like you are literally an entrepreneur and mentoring minority women to come into the field of leadership. Even nurses pouring into their communities. That's something that we're overlooked. It's, It's almost like only the doctors can care for the communities, but it's like, hey, I spent 12 hours with a patient. I know exactly what this person needs. And it doesn't have to be in the scope of a doctor. It can be in the scope of a nurse and educating them and informing them. And and, and we have so many things that we can do under our practice. We just need to have that confidence and that push to go for it. And, and the thing is, and the crazy thing is, I did this all while at the bedside. I've been in bedside for seven years, so I never left the bedside to do it. And I think that is also what was told, like, well, you're going to have to choose. And I, mm. I never had to choose. Now, running a business, you know, being a supervisor at work, like being able to do it, nursing is that flexible. You think about where, how much you push yourself and you think about, okay, I work 312s or I work 40 hours a week. And you think about we're in the age of innovation and, and, yes. and creating a brand and, and your business. It's almost like nothing can stop you. What's stopping you from spending those four days running a business or spending those four days? Like I, I teach, I'm a supervisor, I have Hello. a business and I still have time. I still have time for a life. So girl, nothing like, can stop you. You all the way up, huh? I'm just going to blast that in the background. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, girl. I, I, I burst into musicals anytime. So, um, oh, feel free good. to just... good. Um, <laughs> But when you said that, when you said nothing can stop you, I, all I could think was, girl, you all the way up. Come on. I mm. feel it. I that feel is it. Amazing. It's powerful oh. and it's empowering. And that's my goal to share it with people so that they can feel that same thing. Like, don't let a class stop you. Don't let a faculty member stop you. Don't let lack of support stop you. Don't let not knowing what you want to do next stop you like do it all do everything do whatever it is your heart tells you to do try that start there first see now i i can't even do an exit that would that right there ended this whole conversation <laughs> do exactly what kalea said the uh the ceo and owner of black girls blue scrubs do it all have nothing stop you nothing get in your way you can do it and i I am just so happy you were on this show to me today and you were able just to tell your story, girl. Your story is amazing. And I love what you're doing out there. And please go ahead and tell us how to uh, find out more about Black Girls and Blue Scrubs. All righty. So again, my name is Kalia Owens. Um, you can follow me at Doll on Instagram, which is my personal page. And then you can follow BlackGirlBlueScrubs.org or you can follow us at BlackGirlBlueScrubs. Um, our Twitter handle is BGBS Movement. Um, I just leave you guys with make sure you challenge the tradition, make sure you challenge the mindset. Things are evolving. Have those discussions, have those moments where you are really breaking out of your shell and understanding who you are because the world is yours. I hope you were truly inspired by today's conversation. And remember, keep up the good fight. You're doing an amazing job out there. Toby Talks is rooting for you. And we would love to hear from you. Send us an email at tobytalks at tobytodge.com. Again, that's tobytalks at tobytodge.com. Our next episode is going to have an amazing guest who is sharing the true details on what you should keep your eyes open for when you're looking into accepting a nursing school. All right. I'll be talking to you guys soon. I'm out. <laughs>